podcast called, Emma? It's called Unbelievable. And we, Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We're back. <laughs> For series three, baby. How long have we had off? Seven months. <laughs> <laughs> and what have we been doing? Going to the pub and drinking pints and watching Celebrity Ghost Trip. <laughs> Celebrity Ghost Trip. What is it? Um, married at First Sight. Yeah. We've rattled through them, really. Yeah, we've actually been quite social butterflies for the past few months. After mm. so, this podcast started when we were in lockdown over over FaceTime, recording in the midst of a downward spiral. Then we then we moved in together and recorded season two again in lockdown, <laughs> while we just drank Baileys and sat on the sofa the whole time. And now we're free, free as a bird. And that's why we disappeared off the face of the earth. I literally had to dust off my microphone today. Yeah, but hang on, <laughs> we've been mentioned in. Okay, so where have you been mentioned? Heart breakfast. The sun. The mirror. The daily mirror. Is that a different <laughs> yeah, one? the Surrey Live. We've been in that as well. <laughs> well. I was in Belfast Live as well. Yeah. Emma's the most successful Tinderer, apparently. The most likes on Tinder. Yeah, so make of that what you will. Yeah. There I was... pimped her out and made her mention Unbelievable in every article. Honestly, that was the only thing I had to do. Katie would have been fuming had I not mentioned it. Yeah. I was scared for my life. <laughs> a little name drop from Amanda Holden. That was all <laughs> I wanted. So we've gone global as a result. Mm, yeah. How many cities is it that we've been Oh, I think, it, I think it's 500, oh, 500 and something cities. That's so a sweet, juicy number. The furthest away, excluding Australia, because we know people in Australia, so it's not as impressive. But we've got people in Chile, we've got Japanese Yeah, I saw like Peru or something. Yeah, Peru. We've got, Estonia. Yeah, we've got all of South America. We've got the, uh, we've got the Middle East. So hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome to the new season of Unbelievable. Okay, so let's go straight into the first article of Series 3, which I just had to fight to get. <laughs> I like going first normally. Katie but wanted to go first. Article to do. Yeah, she's got a few on the go, whereas I saw this and was in. I didn't. Do you know what? I read the headline and went, that's my article done. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a treasure trove as I kept go reading. On. So, this is a Chat It's Fate article with a new. Um, section called Veggie True Life. <laughs> Veggie True Life. Yeah. What? And the the um the headline is Spears of Destiny. I predicted Ryland's wedding using asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> right, I'm hooked. So hooked. Jemima Packington, sixty five from Bar, <laughs> has done the funniest article I've read in a long time. So just just um, for added details, there's a pic of Jemima and Ryland, and the caption is "Good friend Ryland." <laughs> <laughs> just to clarify so that makes me think they're definitely not good friends how do they look in the photograph is, I show you? is someone more excited than the other <laughs> actually Ryland looks equally excited <laughs> well when fair. you hear the article you'll see why even as a little girl I always loved asparagus <laughs> <laughs> the start to any good tale <laughs> the British asparagus season runs <laughs> From the 23rd of April to the 21st of June. <laughs> and I adored picking up the crisp green spears and dipping them in butter. <laughs> yeah, you've knocked it out of the park already. <laughs> That's why I thought you'd yeah, got the same article. No. One day when I was about eight, I dropped a bunch of asparagus on the kitchen. <laughs> Have you made this no, up straight away? No. Without thinking, I blurted out the shapes I could see formed from the scattered spears. What? I saw... <laughs> I've never heard of asparagus referred to as spears. 
<laughs> I think that is what they say, like a yeah. spear of asparagus. But it's just weird that the whole article started off with that as a fake. <laughs> I saw my parents exchanging a funny look. Mum always said I was a sensitive child. Telling fortunes runs in my family. I had a great aunt who was a dab hand at reading tea leaves. But surely it wasn't possible to make predictions with asparagus. I was in my late teens before I tried again on a whim. (laughs) Scattering a bunch of asparagus across the floor and looking for patterns. Next header, uncanny reading. A couple of weeks later, I showed my friend my unusual talent. And bear in mind, at this point, there had been no readings made. She just dropped asparagus. Yeah, she's just dropped asparagus and like said, square. You're the only square yeah. here. <laughs> of course, she thought it was all a big joke as we cast the asparagus across the table. Immediately, <laughs> I spotted that one of the spears had broken. Hmm, it looks like you're going to have a mechanical problem of some sort. What? I explained. The way the spears are lying looks as though you're travelling, but then this one has snapped. I think the car's going to break down <gasps> soon. A week later, my friend telephoned me and she wasn't laughing anymore. <laughs> She said, your prediction was absolutely right. My car is broken down. After that, my self-belief slowly grew and I started offering readings. But I stuck to the same traditions as people who read tea leaves, never making predictions for myself. In time, I became the world's only asparamancer. (laughs) (laughs) Making predictions. Bear in mind, she only dresses in green. (laughs) She looks like an asparagus. She is an asparagus. (laughs) <laughs> Emma's just showing me a photo of a middle-aged lady in a lime green outfit with, with, short, with some sandals and asparagus on the floor. <laughs> in time, I became the world's only asparamancer, making predictions by casting asparagus and looking for patterns. The, the key word there, looking. <laughs> you can throw anything and it will cause a pattern in some description. <laughs> She'd go insane for marbling. <laughs> I was invited to appear at village fates, dinner and corporate events, especially no around one the Vale of Evesham. One time in 2018, I was doing readings at a corporate event from the NFU at the Houses of Parliament. Taxpayers' money. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on the only asparamancer in the world. <laughs> okay, Emma, what would you say to Rishi Sunak if you were throwing asparagus down? <laughs> I would say, you are going to take some more of my money. <laughs> He's given me sweet moolah in COVID. <laughs> yeah, I cashed in when I was furloughed. <laughs> as I cast the asparagus for one couple, the seeds scattered from a spear, which can be a sign to take things in moderation. I jokingly told the lady that perhaps she should go easy on the booze that evening and her husband's jaw dropped open. She's an alcoholic, how did you know? It turned out she was recovering from a brain tumour and a doctor had advised her not to drop a touch of alcohol. Yeah, but you should be listening to a doctor, not, <laughs> not the, the asparagus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm now a grandmother and I've spent a lifetime giving predictions using asparagus. You'd be like, please, Grandma, stop throwing asparagus <laughs> at me. <laughs> I've never charged a penny for my readings. What? I believe they're a gift. Didn't she just say she just got hired by the Houses of Parliament? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that was on Pretty Patel's massive bill. (laughs) (laughs) £5,000 for nails, £20,000 for hair and £10,000 for an asparamancer. (laughs) Being an asparamancer has certainly given me some unique experiences along the way and I've rubbed her shoulders with a few celebrities too. If if it's Hillary Clinton, she crops up in every paranormal tale (laughs) for some reason. I've appeared on TV shows including, this was us at the beginning of the podcast, (laughs) 
<laughs> Saturday kitchen, big brother's bit on the side. Not even big brother. Big brother's bit on the side. One of my favourite famous faces was Ryland, presenter of the Big Brother spin-off. We've kept in touch after I successfully predicted his wedding. That means she, like, tweeted him and he, like, <laughs> liked it and that's it. He's such a warm, genuine person, as nice behind the scenes as he is on camera. Aww. I have heard good things I about like Ryland, Ryland, yeah. I also got into the habit of making New Year predictions. In 2020, I forecast Meghan and Harry stepping down at Senior Royals days before they made the announcement. <laughs> I saw it on Dumois weeks before. <laughs> and Donald Trump's second impeachment. I think the world. Yeah. So, again, days. So she's actually behind everyone else. <laughs> Bye, Bobby Twitter. <laughs> I believe that we are guided by greater being, a higher power. Asparagus is a very earthy vegetable. It comes from the earth and it seems to collect the earth's energy. And of course, course, I still love cooking with it too after I've made my predictions. Waste not, want not. That's what I always say. (laughs) She's throwing them all around the ground. Imagine after Jemima's favourite asparagus recipe. (laughs) (laughs) And that's genuine. A little subsection telling you that Jemima's favourite recipe is parma ham and asparagus. There's only so much you can do with asparagus. That's Jemima. She's I'm showing Katie a picture. She's top with asparagus is on it. She only dresses in green. <laughs> like, I know she's got her brand. Yeah. Asparagus queen. If you're not charging for it, what is the point of building this asparagus brand? Her toilet must absolutely stink. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? it makes, doesn't it make your wee yellow and smell Yeah, it's funny. We wouldn't know because we weren't raised on asparagus. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you, Mark. <laughs> I actually got a surprise packet of asparagus the other day because I went to Lidl and me and my boyfriend got some green beans. What are you talking and about? And then there was a packet of asparagus in, in our bag and we hadn't picked up asparagus. So you stole a packet of asparagus? No, no, we paid for it. It was on our receipt, but we didn't we didn't put it on the conveyor belt. Do you know what? You might have bumped into bloody Jemima. <laughs> you're the only bloody asparamaster. I'd seen these recipes before. You're the you're the apprentice asparamaster, the only <laughs> one in the world. Yeah, no. I mean, it did start off sort of stronger than it. Than well, it ended. I I want to just dwell on the fact that there were two sentences about Ryland, and the actual headline is "I predicted Ryland's wedding," but we didn't hear spark. anything about the prediction of the wedding. No, she just said that he was just as nice behind the scenes. So. She- where does it come in that she predicted his wedding? I think she's just quite starstruck that she met Ryland. Oh, she, got a photo she just him. loves him. Telling everyone. Writing into <laughs> chat is I met Ryland. I met Ryland. I predicted Ryland's wedding. Using asparagus. You met Ryland. <laughs> Asked if he was engaged. <laughs> no, <laughs> and I dropped your asparagus. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the Ryland element. I enjoyed the asparagus element. The, the sparamancer. Mm. Jemima is a bit of a legend. <laughs> the fact that she's dressed yeah. like asparagus. I like that she's sticking to her brand. I don't think I could have written one as stupid as this. Literally, I'm looking at a photo of her <laughs> in a white jumper with asparagus all over it. <laughs> Holding a bunch of asparagus with a white wine because she's an absolute queen. <laughs> yeah, great. Thanks. Um, I reckon that was a good eight out of ten. That good eight, oh, eight and a half. Eight, eight and a half. half. Okay, I'll, I'll give you eight I'll, and a half. I'll take the half that I had to bargain for. <laughs> I've got a tale from America for you today, Emma. Okay. This well, is. You've already said I have to earn my moments. At this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if it's as good as asparagus. I'm okay. not gonna lie, okay. but I enjoyed moments. Of this. I'm really selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just all switch off. <laughs> to all our subscribers. This is called 
playground for the desk. Oh, okay, okay. Then the little subheading is when the lights go down, all the spooks in my shop come out. Okay, I'm, I feel like I'm on board mm. with this. And this is by Dana Walters, who's 50 from Modesto in California, USA. Is what is this from? Is this Chat It's Fate? This is Chat It's Fate. Yeah. Our favourite. We've, we've had a f- you know a good while break from it, so there's some fresh new articles. Yeah. By the end of season, t- yeah. By the end of season two, we really had to <laughs> our harvest was not ourselves as bountiful <laughs> as it was. No. Clicking through properties on an estate agent's website, I found myself browsing a disused building that had once been a funeral home. Next. <laughs> wow, this is cheap. <laughs> yeah, why do you think? I said to my wife, The corpse is inside. <laughs> That's because nobody else wants it, she laughed. Did I? Who'd want to take over a spooky old undertaker's? So I feel like the voice of reason is yeah. there already. I, I just, I'm always obsessed with the way conversations are recorded in these articles <laughs> yeah, because they're so hammy and fake. I would... I thought, looking at the specifications. You say the hammy and fate, this is how we talk to each other. (laughs) (laughs) The building was huge, just what I needed. I'd been running my costume shop, Daydreams and Nightmares, for (laughs) a decade. But I had with all your cursed memories. Yeah, literally. But I had so much stock that I was running out of space and needed to look for new premises. Katie, this is you, but with random (laughs) side projects that you've got. (laughs) My room is filled with just stock. I'm currently sat next to a folded up exercise bike (laughs) that's taken residence down in my room. Uh, Katie is a hoarder. I'm going to Facebook Marketplace it. Are you putting out an advert? (laughs) Please, someone take it. If anyone wants my exercise bike that I've used three times. When I moved in with Katie, I said I don't want that exercise bike anywhere near me. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm sat next to it. Uh, I'll take... If anyone wants to buy it, just honestly, just send a message. 60 quid, it's yours. (laughs) 60 quid. (laughs) Maybe negotiable going to 40. If you need any cardboard as well, come to us. (laughs) (laughs) We just live in a hobble. A hobble filled with spirits. Yeah, it's like, how clean is your house? <laughs> Full of Katie's hoarded items. She had, I'm sure, what is, a, what is it? You have, like, kickboxing equipment. Yeah, well, that's when I did my kickboxing class for one week. Katie goes through phases. <laughs> and she buys everything for it. I just have all the gear, no idea. All the time. For each changing hobby. <laughs> Every week I have a new project. <laughs> <laughs> I invest thousands. on diagnosis. <laughs> I invest thousands in Twitch products. She's not exaggerating. <laughs> I'll make my fortune one day. Yeah, so you need to get an, an old funeral home, maybe? Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> so, this know. isn't about me. I'd been running my costume shop, Daydreams and Nightmares, for over a decade. But I had so much stock that I was running out of space and needed to look for new premises. In summer of 2015, I went to check out the property with my long-term employee, Eva, 56. (laughs) Oh, I was wondering how old she was. Yeah. (laughs) The walls were bare and furniture stripped out, but there was an air of sadness about the place. Mm. The funeral home had even had its own crematorium. And so there's something telling her to snap this up Mm. when she goes in to visit and it's got an aura of sadness about it. Are those... Human ashes, asked Eva. <laughs> well, at the funeral home. <laughs> Pointing to the light grey dust coating the floor. Oh. Yep. <laughs> I confirmed. Is that what all the dust in our flat is? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm just... aware the, the way I'm painting the flat is like we're living in a hell. We have to fight the ghostly <laughs> dust every day. They're even listed in the building specifications disclosure. 
ashes on premises. What? <laughs> what do you mean? Also, if you're trying to sell the building, <laughs> that's something you could literally sort out in five minutes. Just like go in with a mop. Yeah, well, I'm really confused. What they mean? It's not regenerating. It's not just ash that just appears. <laughs> it's just something that's not ever been cleaned up. But if that, <laughs> if that devalues the house and makes it harder to sell, you would have just cleaned it up. Yeah. Sure. It was a bit unsettling. <laughs> human ash everywhere <laughs> choking on the dust also there shouldn't be surely there shouldn't be this much ash about it should man be in the bag dust <laughs> it should be in the urns that they're giving out to the family yeah what was going on here <laughs> is that the ash party sure it was a bit unsettling but the building was just what I needed and the price too good to be true <laughs> no you're realising why it's not Besides, when you work among piles of Halloween costumes, monster masks and blood-curdling props, you're not easily scared. Those really fake <laughs> items that you've bought and stopped. <laughs> yeah. I took ownership of the building as soon as I could and we started renovating, painting the walls outside a bright purple. Oh, lovely. <laughs> so, uh, this is a few old funeral Yeah, home. and they've just come in, painted it purple. And bright like, purple. White, like, washed away the human remains. <laughs> Never Halloween masks so like, in the window. Get haunted the boy. Yeah. Like a plastic werewolf costume hanging in the window. I even arranged for Native American friends to say a blessing <laughs> over the ashes <laughs> and place prayer sticks over the doorways, hoping to lay any troubled souls to rest. Oh, sorry, ignore yeah, that. That's sorry. just my crop top going on. <laughs> Emma's laptop just started whirring. Yeah, sometimes in the, the, the dead of night, crop top starts singing. <laughs> crop top singing in the dead <laughs> of night. But it wasn't long before those souls began to make themselves heard. Oh. Nasty voice. This is the next section. <laughs> Nasty voice is the headline. Yeah. Eva was into paranormal investigations. I'm going to need a swig of beer before I hear this. (laughs) So she set up a recorder in a closet. Playing the tape back, we looked at each other wide-eyed. It hurts. Came a crackly voice from the machine. horrible. Bitches. Sluts. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. It doesn't go into anyone. It just says, it's full stop. Bitches. Sluts. Full stop. That's it. (laughs) That's funny. A couple of days later, I decided to stay late in the building to do some paperwork. We were close to reopening and I wanted to get everything in order. I was working away on my accounts in a back room using an old table as a makeshift desk. I feel like it's a desk. (laughs) An old table is a desk. And I I feel like she's making this as creepy as she can. When I suddenly knew I wasn't alone. Hello? I called. (laughs) This is you in your room. Who's there? The door to the room was open and I could see straight down the empty corridor. Grabbing my phone, I took a photo of the doorway, knowing from Eva's investigations that sometimes things show up on camera that can't be seen by the naked eye. Mm. Nothing. (laughs) There we go then. (laughs) I breathed a sigh of relief, then snapped one more picture just to be sure. Is the picture attached? Of course it's not. Oh my god. I felt my blood run cold. The second photo not pictured, <laughs> showed a shadowy figure of a man in the doorway. Why wouldn't you attach it if you were writing into a magazine? <laughs> Grabbing my keys and coat, I turned and ran in the opposite direction towards the fire exit at the back of the building. Screw the paperwork. <laughs> After that, the ghostly goings-on came thick and fast. We watched on the security cameras as masks moved as though there were people inside them, which is really oh, that's creepy. Horrible. Yeah, I'd hate that. 
At night, notifications flashed up on my phone from the shop's motion sensors, even though I knew everything was locked up and completely secure. To be fair, yeah. so, I've, so I told Katie about this. So I used to work at Jack Wills and my friend, she's going to love this because she listens to the podcast. She was telling me, did you just, <laughs> did you just fart <laughs> while I was telling that? What are you my, doing? You letting off a mud pie? My back hurts so bad, I got bad back. I thought you just farted while I was speaking. No, she just scrunched her face up and did <laughs> tooting face <laughs> I'm stretching my spine no no I was just going to say so when um, I used to work at Jack Wills and in another branch they said um, there were a load of mugs that were on a shelf and then in the middle of the night so they they went in the next day and there were mugs all over the floor and then in the next morning they checked the CCTV and all the it, literally in the middle of the night it was like something had got a hand and like pushed them all off onto yeah. the floor that building is weird it's like a really old Tudor building yeah yeah, yeah. so that but that was the one I worked in and there was weird stuff like footsteps above us when there was like four of us in first thing in the morning like there were weird things but this one was actual CCTV in the middle of the night so I'm, I'm actually believing this one I think you should try and find your man, your old manager and get the footage or oh something. they don't care no this would be head office and they don't want anything <laughs> getting out my keys were never where I left them one day I even found them in a flower pot. I lose my keys every day. Oh, don't. Just my head in. But the ghosts certainly weren't <laughs> bad for business. In fact, our customers loved the idea of a haunted costume shop and word quickly spread. Yeah, obviously. How many ghosts do you have? A lady asked one <laughs> Twelve. day. Twelve. Wait, should I do a different voice? Yeah, if you want. No one's asking you to, but you can How many ghosts <laughs> do no you have? No one asked me to do this. <laughs> Why does she do the same voice every time? <laughs> A lady asked one day as I was serving her. About 92, I agree. How did she know that? <laughs> There's way more than that. Boomed <laughs> voice. <laughs> we both jumped and looked quickly around. But there was no one there. Oh, come on. We were the, the only... The fact she's already said it's good for business having a haunted yeah. Halloween shop. Let me guess at the bottom. She's tagged a Halloween shop. Yeah, yeah. yeah we were go. the only people in the shop. <laughs> oh, you weren't. Another day. Hey, <laughs> Another day, me and Eva were enjoying a bit of banter about the board game Cluedo. <laughs> what does that mean? Come on. When has anyone yeah. bantered about Cluedo? I like Colonel Mustard, said Eva. Oh, it's definitely Miss Scarlet for me, I answered. <laughs> I like Mr. Green. Came <laughs> a third voice. You're there making was... this up. No, I'm not. There was nobody else there, of course. <laughs> Why is a ghost play Cluedo? We're never alone in this place, Eva shrugged. <laughs> I like Mrs. White, the old lady. <laughs> I am Mrs. White, the old lady. <laughs> a lot of the activity seemed to be centred around one of our back rooms. Professor Plum. <laughs> It's always had a really strange atmosphere. You're hit by a wave of melancholy as soon as you walk through <gasps> the door. This is what I said. Yeah, and they had an old office building. That was yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah, it was weird. When I first bought the building, there was a blood stain on the floor. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to scrub off. Shut up. Everything she say, yeah. why did she buy it? By the time we'd got it clean, we were all in tears. <laughs> One weekend, Eva and her paranormal investigation buddies, including my daughter Jaden, 17, stayed in the room with all their equipment. Shout out to Jaden, I love you, bro. <laughs> she came to me the following Monday with quite a story to tell. <laughs> the ghost name's Angie, she told me. What, the male voice that shouts from the corner? <laughs> the one that's like, <laughs> I like Mr. Green. <laughs> 
We keep Angie's story to ourselves. It's well, you don't. <laughs> you literally don't. It's too tragic to be made public. <laughs> but believe, we believe she was held prisoner. So you... Oh, now we think of that space as Angie's room. But despite the sadness of Angie's tale, most of which they won't tell us, most <laughs> of our spooks are friendly enough and I simply think of them as members of staff, albeit from the other side. The first thing I do every morning when I open up is check the shop's answer phone for any missed calls. One morning I found a muffled message like a pocket call, but then a voice said, I'm free, but there are bright lights following me. <laughs> this is Katie leaving voicemails to me when I'm asleep. I can hear this from the other room. <laughs> Emma, Emma. <laughs> I checked the caller ID and there were no details, even though the calls before and after that one had been clearly logged. It's our phone call from the dead. <laughs> Why is that? Why does she joke? They always have like a little James Bond-esque like yeah, jo- they do. jokey quip. They yeah. never ask a question either. They're always statements. They're like one-liners. Everything anyone says is a one-liner. A witty one-liner. Yeah. Clean up in our fight. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I really feel uncomfortable in the shop is when I lock up for the evening. Turning the key, I can feel the hairs on my back of my neck begin to prickle. It's as though there's someone standing right behind me. Again, this is what I said in the yeah, office. This even is weird. though I know there's no one there. That no, is weird. No one it? living anyway. <laughs> By day, our spooks are content to let us work, but as the evening draws in, there's a real sense that they want us out the way. Yeah. Every night is Halloween in my costume shop as the spirits come out to play. I don't believe in it. I think it's too stupid to have a haunted costume shop. I think the fact she even said it, it's great for business to have a haunted shop. There's all I, these scary things. Chatting about like Colonel Mustard. Yeah. I can't tell you that story. It's too sad. <laughs> you haven't got the creative brain yeah. to come up with a story. <laughs> I just loved that the ghost was just chipping in. When- I think... Something has happened in the past that's made her a bit uneasy, and she has gone a million times, hand it up. Mm. It's done. The, it's gone around the town, and now she's in too deep. It's quite a good little tale, though, isn't it? Yeah, I re- the Cluedo bit was my favourite. Yeah, that's what made so me ridiculous. like it. Yeah. No, I thought that was a good one. All right, I'd give it also an eight and a half. I think they were. Yeah. Actually, an eight because it wasn't as good as asparagus, but it yeah, was still I a strong take story. That. Yeah, Ryland, the the Ryland Hun sort of culture reference yeah. gave you the extra, yeah, exactly, extra edge there. Yeah, everything needs a bit of X factor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Okay, cool. So that was our first Hyundai Monday back in seven months, Emma. How did you feel about that? I think it, f- it feels good. It feels good to be back. Yeah, it does. might be the two few pints. <laughs> the celebrity coach trip. <laughs> yeah, honestly, if there's anything you're taking from this, yeah. just watch. Go on Channel Four, catch up, and watch Dick and Dom crap their pants. I goes. <laughs> so, are we going to plug our own podcast, or are we just going to do Channel Four stuff? <laughs> no, that was. I enjoyed being back. I was a bit nervous about coming back after such a long break yeah since, since we've gone global and been hyped up yeah we got we can't and let Amanda Holden down no we, but even thank you to people who are following us and messaging us like we've had yeah. we've had a few people message and say how much they're enjoying the yeah, podcast we, yeah like, we had someone message us a picture of Chatting's fate out in the wild yeah and... like thank you so much to everyone who's been listening and despite us disappearing off the face of the earth for about seven months like we've had so many more of you enjoying the podcast yeah we've had loads more downloads which is quite quite cool yeah so thank you so much guys yeah if you want to follow us on social media then our instagram is like sort of the one we use and that is 
Unbelievable Podcast on Instagram, and that's mainly the only one. Yeah, we if don't you, really use the others. You can drop us an email at humbelievablepodcast at gmail.com if you see anything out in the wild and think yeah. it would be funny for us to put on the podcast. I've had a few good articles actually sent to me, which I've not I've not told Emma about yet. Okay, so I'm keeping them up my sleeve for the yeah. perfect moment. But as well, if you've got any questions, if you've got any funny stories, if you have the same stories that we mm. do, and if you believe in ghosts, yeah, yeah, we we, we sort of just yeah, we want to interact with everyone and like hear your own your own take on the the spooky side of things. So yeah, just drop us an email; that would be fab. Or just a DM on Instagram; that's probably easier for a lot of people, isn't it? Yeah. Anyway, guys, we'll see you next week for another or not. week of Monday, uh, Monday, 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 believable. I'm leaving you. These podcasts. <laughs> you have already clicked on it, you know the name. <laughs>